Check me out. Hey, we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, season two, episode 16, At the Counter with Bomber and Cayman. It's uh, the eve of Friday the 13th, July 2018. So everybody, make sure you uh, wear a rosary tomorrow or uh, say some prayers tonight. You know, garlic, isn't it? Garlic. What? It, yeah. Just don't don't attempt anything. We actually have a mechanic um, that works with us. It's his birthday tomorrow, and it's Friday the thirteenth. So he just took the day off. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have anything screw up my my birthday. I'm going to stay home tomorrow on Friday the 13th. A little superstitious, but hey, you can't be too too careful out there. I want to welcome everyone to the counter. I'm Bomber. He's Cayman. It is July 12th, 2018. This is episode 16, mm-hmm. season two, and uh, good to be with you, everyone. Yeah, we are, uh, good to be back. Well, you just came back from a trip again. Another trip. This time, Iceland? No, Iceland is in two weeks. Oh, where were you this time? This time was Arizona. Oh, that's right. You the saw Grand, you saw Pu'u. The Grand Canyon State. That was really cool. So uh, a friend of ours, Jordan Pu'u Robinson. Now, you played with him or you didn't yeah. play with him? Mm-hmm. We you, played one year. Okay. Uh, who resides now in Arizona, I think only for a little bit longer. It's not supposed to be news. Shh. Oh, really? I don't think we can talk about that on the show. I think it's supposed to be a secret. Pooh's personal life? Yes. Oh, well. Cat's out of the bag. Well, yeah, so he, but for now, he lives in Arizona. Yeah. At some point, he's going to move back. And so, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and so, what, it, what ended up happening, you guys, you were at a, a game and you posted a picture. You were at a Diamondbacks game. I went to the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the San Diego Padres just this past Sunday. Uh, great seats. Took uh, went with my cousins and uh, my cousin's uh, husband, mm. and we went to the game. And I think what was hysterical was is that Scott Harding, past guest, actually messaged me from Melbourne, Australia, to let me know that Pu'u was at the same game. So it took a guy from Australia to let to let me know that there was that our friend was probably not more than 100 yards away from us. <laughs> it's kind of cool. That was cool. Yeah, no. Um and then and then you ended up going down and like meeting him, right? And like taking pictures. He came down. Uh we met up and then he came down to the, you know, the seats seats we had. I told him actually to come back. Um I guess he was with his boys and they were happy where they were, so. Um but good game. Went 15 innings and was a lot of fun. Uh I heard about this uh, lounge that's at the uh, L.A. Angels Stadium. Have you heard about that? It's right behind the home plate. It's like directly behind you, like go down behind home plate. Diamondbacks have that. That's where Do they? We had access to that. 
and you can see like it looks like so you can have your drink and it looks like you're like you know behind the umpire essentially oh. drinking a beer no this is like the access into the lounge is actually directly behind home plate like it was it was literally the stairs were right next to us we we're like we had we had really good seat we were in the third row and uh if you went if you go down the stairs right by us then you were you were at this like bar lounge mm. that had food drinks all that kind of stuff yeah it was really cool well um it's a good trip though have you ever been yeah. to the grand canyon not since I was like a small boy. I, I hardly remember it. When I was just a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do some. Uh, we should do some. Uh, I, I've always wanted to do some ka- karaoke on the show. Oh man, that, I don't think that'd be good for me. <laughs> well, you'd be the DJ. Oh, I just play the the backing track. Well, maybe we could like make it a, a contest or do like um, we could do like a. Where, where you like mix some stuff up and you kind of put make it a challenge and like I make it I don't get words like I you I don't get to read anything you just get to like throw tracks out there and I have to like kind of roll with it you just do like a mashup you know like a challenge like karaoke challenge day that you have to sing the lyrics yeah I like seeing the lyrics hey what's up DG Ryan Ryan Pasquin good to see you brother uh Working, uh, working the lines like the 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 high poles. Working on the the telephone or electricity. (laughs) One of the two. You're up. He's up there doing doing dangerous work. Kind of account online. Big raindrops. Shout out to the raindrops. He is uh, the the largest raindrop. Drop top. That's our uh, basketball team. Oh. Um. Yeah. uh, What was I going to say? Oh yeah. New podcast that I found. Okay. So. a, a while ago, these guys went viral, Chad and JT, super broy California guys, and they went viral for this video that was them like going. You know how like regular citizens can go in front of, um, they can go in front of a camera or sorry, not in front of a camera. They can go in front of Congress or something in their city, in their, in, in California or, or their state, and they can like bring a motion forward in front of lawmakers that like deserves attention. So they basically took a public forum. They had like, I remember there was like surfers like in Huntington beach. That's, or something that's like. what they were. Yeah. They were, they were hunt, they were Huntington beach kind of guys. Oh. And so their, their whole case was like, Oh, Paul Walker is such a legend and he deserves a statue, bro. <laughs> this is yeah. old. It's this old. actually been around for a while. Right. But so they have a show now. they have a podcast and they're like, they turn out to be hilarious. Like they're very self-aware, um, their show is really funny. It's like it's a very it's kind of like a dessert. It's a podcast dessert for me. You know, I listen to Joe Rogan. I learn a lot. Uh, my sports show is, is Dan Levitard's show. Uh, that's where I get kind of like my, you know, maybe not maybe not the most uh, uh, healthy meal, but it, but it's 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 certainly got some good content there. It makes you think. It's got some good journalism. Um, it, 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 it's a, it's a mirror to the sports fan, you know, and I've gr- grown up watching sports and watching ESPN. So it kind of lets you, lets you in behind the curtain on what, um, what goes into making sports content, which is, which is good for me. I, I enjoy that. But then this, this other show is like, just, it's just so funny. It's like these two, two guys, like every time they, they, uh, come, you know, they just talk kind of like we do, but what 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 they come with as well is they have a legend of the week 
they have a beef of the week they have a babe of the week and they and so and so they'll like ask each other like oh hey uh what's your uh what's your legend of the week bro and he'll be like my legend of the week is uh paul walker you know and they'll he'll go off rattling and talking about it one but then you know they get deep too that's what that's what the podcast is called it's called going deep with chad and jt and so they always kind of get into like some go into some deep stuff where they sound like they're talking like you know very bro broy like your your freshman english in in college kind Let's of see talk. if i could pull up that video yeah it's a hilarious video if, if you guys haven't seen it <laughs> high voltage pasaquin baby um but yeah so it's it's funny another thing i, I heard uh a meme that i saw was like i think it was the, the account on twitter overheard in la it's it's a famous twitter account where they where people just kind of like repost what conversations they've heard in passing in la and how ridiculous they are and one of the things was like um you know oh intelligence these days is just repeating whatever you've heard on a podcast and i was like (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty fucking true because i've i don't know what it is it's something about the way that that information is fed to you very conversationally that allows at least me to retain some of those things like i don't i don't remember the books that i read well i don't really read too many books but I don't rem- I don't re- really remember the stuff that I've read even like in the last couple of years, but I'll remember something that I've heard on a show like four years ago, you know. So I it, I don't and maybe I'm just an audio audible learner, but I don't know. That I I just I think podcasts. I need to read more books. I think I think we all need to read more books. I definitely need to read more books. I know Dave uh, DG's a big book guy. He's he's constantly. Uh, reading i think he read um jordan peterson's book 12 rules for life and he uh also saw him speak live which was i mean he's he's one of the hottest tickets in town i think right now for a speaker uh jordan peterson he's just killing the trail on kind of if you don't know jordan peterson he's a canadian uh university professor who originally came to fame by um resisting some legislation in Canada that was requiring people to use you know one of or or several of 30 some odd gender pronouns in describing people so for example if somebody was a uh, transgender person or somebody that didn't fit into one of the binaries of a him or a her or a he or a she you'd have to use like a zer was one of the they have they've came up with all these weird pronouns and so the law was saying like you had to use that under you know le- punishment of legal action and jordan peterson's like no that's like infringing upon my free speech which they have in canada by the way bomber free uh, speech yes um uh, hey what's up scott hey kick- one of my one of the most legendary kickers in uh, uh history scott enos is online um thanks for tuning in buddy we're just talking right now about you know crazy left-leaning stuff with with the liberals and gender pronouns and Jordan Peterson's reaction to that. Anyway, so Jordan Peterson is now he's wrote, he's become this like new intellectual talking about the state of affairs in um 
how how these times have become so crazy everybody kind of being all willy-nilly about biology it's it's not just about the whole gender pronouns thing too he's just a, a great thinker and uh yeah i'd recommend checking him out he's it's kind of start this started this large movement joe rogan is a part of it it's being coined as the intellectual dark web and it's kind of this alternative to um uh, any mainstream media or even like the universities would be considered almost mainstream in this sense of how to think critically, how to um, present media and the long form podcast is really important when it comes to that too, because what, one of the things that everybody's most critical about is this, like if you go on turn on any news station, Fox news, CNN, even ESPN does it, you know, it's, it's the standard for media having all these talking heads come on. Okay, you got five minutes with so and so, go. And they come on, and then you, they're interrupting each other, yelling and talking over each other. Meanwhile, the bottom ticker is scrolling. It's just information overload, and it's not a very good way at, at getting any points across. It's the equivalent of quick uh, clickbait, essentially, is, is, how, is how this I would define this media oh speaking of which i saw another good thing today what was that um the somebody was like talking about oh i i think i saw it on reddit actually they're like oh what if all of these clickbaity headlines that they're coming up with now just to grab clicks and, and get people in uh you've seen them seen these things right like something that's like oh you know the the top 10 best boob jobs in the you know something it's just the way that it's worded there was one today that was i i didn't end up looking at it but it was like uh remember baby hercules see what he looks like, like now, now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um so the the comment was oh imagine if this uh if clickbaity headlines were read back in the day as if it, you know how they, they had the newspaper boys back in the day who, who who went to the corner to sell newspapers and they're like you know uh john f kennedy reelected. read all about it you know that, that kind of thing uh-huh. the, the war is over Re- read all about it hear ye, hear ye. you know that kind of thing so what if you know those were you, you took our modern day clickbait headlines and you had those read back in the day like <laughs> by a paper boy trying to sell papers on the street corner uh, and then somebody goes, oh, well, actually, that's probably the or- origination of clickbait. Like, if you think about, you know, the newspaper from, from the the editor's room where they're, where, where they're coming up with the title all the way to the kid who gets p- paid to go and yell the headline on the on the street corner, that kind of was the original cr- clickbait. And that's that was interesting to think about, you know, because you got to even if you look at the way that it was formatted, right? You, they picked a big picture. You got the big font that was eye-catching and big and bold and easy to see. And then you had the kid, you know, yelling to sell that. And and we've kind of been on this track ever since of trying to sell news and information that's going to be eye-catching, that's going to get you to buy their paper or click on their website or so on and so forth. And uh, th- there's a number of guys who are a part of this intellectual dark web that 
are offering a alternative to that form of media, which is kind of pigeonholed everybody at this point into kind of the state of this whole fake news era that we're in right now. And they're saying, well, it doesn't need to be that way. We can, we can present information without selling ads or at least in a more transparent way. We can, you know, do some ads at the beginning of the show and then everything in between is unsolicited. It's real talk and the people who are going to be talking don't have, you know, big corporate ties and think things they can't say and, oh, I shouldn't talk about this or I, I you know, it, it, everything's a, a little bit more authentic. And I think that's, that all speaks to why I, I like podcasts and, um, you know, where I think things are going. Thrilling. Okay. <laughs> well, that covers that. Cheers. Uh, I'd like to thank Sapporo, not a sponsor, but just a really good beer. Well done. Um, what else? What else is going on? Uh, you watching the World Cup at all? I was able. Actually, what was really cool was uh, we actually got a cabana at um, in Phoenix. Mm. We spent the weekend. It was a, we watched the Croatia Russia match that ended in penalty kicks. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a really good one. And then I caught caught most of the France match. France versus Belgium. Belgium was actually my pick. Mm. Yeah, Belgium, I think was a, that a, one guy uh, was a really favorite, like Co, like Katuk or what's the guy's name? Katuk <laughs> for Belgium. Yeah, uh, Hazard, Lukaku, Lukaku, Katuk. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I was really impressed with him actually. Uh, I, I thought he didn't really show up in the in the semifinals, and that kind of hurt them. But uh, he's an no. But the rest of the yeah, no, he's an impressive dude. The guy is like six four, big, fast striker. He's kind of like um, he's what I would imagine a U.S. soccer player. Like if if we actually got if we had a real team, if we actually had our best athletes play, he's kind of like what I would imagine an a, a American best of the best soccer player would look yeah he like. was he was impressive what'd you think of that were you surprised that uh croatia advanced uh was i surprised not exactly um i actually would have if i was a betting man um i would have put money on croatia to advance over england at least i would have picked that one because one I, I know a few of the players on Croatia. They're actually, even though they're a small nation of about 4 million Personally? people. No, they're not my boys. But. <laughs> so those, but Turkish, I, those Turkish bathhouses you've been hanging out in? Is that where you see a lot of them? <laughs> but, but I have been to Croatia, and I actually have played soccer in Croatia. I've actually played soccer in both of, both of the nations that are in the World Cup. But we'll get into that a little later. Um, Let's get into it now. Well, I wanted to say, like, I, I actually kind of knew Croatia had some good players. Like, Luka Modric plays for uh, Madrid, and they have, like... Is this, like, a slap in the face to Russia, though? Like, losing to Croatia? This wasn't Croatia part of the Soviet Union at one point? 
That I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, we can Google it. We have Google on our side here. Um, no, yeah. So I, yeah, I guess we can get into the, I'm not going to thrill anyone with my breakdown of world cup coverage, but, um, I do want to talk about the nations themselves because bomber, you are by far more well-traveled than I, but these happen to be a couple of nations that I've spent some time in (laughs) that, out of, out of the few European countries that I've been to, maybe like three, two two of which are in the World Cup, and I've actually spent some time with those people and in in the country. So, um, all in all, I'm rooting for Croatia because uh, breaking news: French people aren't are pretty cunty, and I spent some time there and played some soccer there, played some football there. Generally. Um, and sorry about sorry to my French my French uh, teammates. I'll apologize to you now. You guys were okay. Uh, I'm not talking about you. Some of the other people were pretty cunty. So um, désolé, mes amis. Uh, <laughs> just to throw in some some French for you. No. Uh, so I. It's it's less about how cunty the French people are. And more about how cool the, the is that Cro- all true Croatians were. Is that all true? Yeah, it's true. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm pretty sure other people would corroborate what I'm saying. Um. No, but yeah. So I after I played in France, I went down. I, I think we've talked about this trip on the show before with with Bill. I met him down there in Dubrovnik, Croatia, and we stayed with one of his teammates who was who was from there. He's a great guy. Mario. Shout out to Mario. And, uh, yeah, we were just chilling. And we were chilling with Mario. And he was he would bring us down to this beach. And it was a it had a bar on it that his friends... It was his friend's bar that was, like, literally a, a stone's throw from the beach. I, I, I could pick... Or from the water. I, I could pick up a, a small stone and just not even... I probably throw it with my left hand into the water, and it's just a small, little, beautiful, picturesque beach. And we would go down there, you know, m- maybe four nights out of the week that I was there, and we, you know, spent some time at that bar with with the owners. And you know, I don't know that we paid very much either. They were just very friendly people. And it got to, it got to a t- uh, a time in the night. I would I'll never forget this. Like they would kind of want to hang out with us, and you know. Li- listen to the music we wanted to listen to see see what we were about but then it got to a time like after a few drinks it went down that they just weren't really interested in us anymore and it, they started playing like their croatian music and like every single time i shit you not the night ended with like eight drunken croatian guys aren't like all with their arms around each other's shoulders singing croatian songs at the top of like their the lungs. national anthem no, like Croatian, like pop music, I would imagine, like whatever that, like I don't, I, I don't even know how to classify this stuff. I didn't even know what they were saying, but it was, I, what was apparent, what, what crossed all boundaries of language and culture, and and was so immediately apparent was just their like love for each other and just generally being cool guys. Like they were like, they didn't care, 
you know, they all sang together. They all sang loud. They all sang proud. And it was like... Yeah, but that's kind of true with any, like, with anyone when you go out, really. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't... Have you have you been? You're not out singing pop songs when you go out. I mean, we go out karaoke. Yeah, but this was like, it was just different. I don't know. It's tough to describe. Like the, the I got the sense that they were going to do this every night for the rest of their lives. You know, they were just going to hang out with each other and sing songs (laughs) together. I don't know. It was just great. They seemed like solid dudes. They seemed so happy together. (laughs) Yeah, they did. And 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 you know every well they were just good good to talk to they. Everybody welcomed us. They were very friendly people. They didn't care that, you know, we were Americans that didn't speak any other languages and stuff like that. They they were all very friendly and happy to speak English with us and that kind of thing. And it was an interesting contrast coming from France where, you know, I was trying to speak French and they were like, uh, American. Like, and I'm like, no, I'm actually Canadian. But not that you care. Aren't they, shouldn't they be more respectful? Can they, aren't they like? Don't they get along better with the Canadians? Mm. No, unless you're from Quebec. No, that's that's worse. Oh, because they like yeah, they don't even like respect that as French. I don't think. What about like French Polynesia? That might be a little bit like more sexy because it's exotic and like you know so far away that it's like a faraway land that they. I've never been to, but their ancestors. Why did you go to Croatia? Because it was a cool place, and Bill knew our friend Mario, and he wanted like he was like, yeah, we could go down there, we could stay at his place, we could cruise in in Dubrovnik and check it out. And I was like, yeah, sweet, let's do it. Cool. Yeah. So, long story short, you know, I'm I'm gonna be rooting for Croatia. I think it's a better story. Do you Um, think there should be a third place game? No, I think that's a complete waste. It's like, do you, like when they have the final four, like for basketball, like should they have like the third and fourth place team, like yeah. play each other? No, and it, it's like when you watch um, in other soccer when when they a team loses, like let's say the the Champions League, the, even the second place medal. You know, you go up there and guys they put the second place medal around their neck. And immediately they like they like take it and they're like all pissed off and they just like immediately take the medal off and I, I don't even know why you away. would want to play this game. No, you wouldn't. You you have way too much to it risk. Just seems if like you a get money. Hurt. It seems like a money grab. Yeah. Well, and it's like the I don't think the players are getting paid to be on the national team. I'm sure they are. You think? They've got to. I'm sure they're getting bonuses. Well, I, I don't know how much they're getting paid. Well, you know who will know. <laughs> Google, I think they'll know. And I think oh, what was I the think, answer to that? I think uh, I think Croatia was actually part of Yugoslavia. Yes, that that was it. There was a war in the nineties. Yeah, big war. There was still like when I was visiting, there were still buildings that were like had bombs. And I'm guessing that Yugoslavia was part was. And I think Yugoslavia was part of the Soviet Union. Ah, well, that's possible. That's quite possible. Um, as always, feel free to drop in and leave some comments in here if you don't like the subject matter we're talking about we'll talk about what you want to talk about um we we always feed off your comments people um yeah happened in 1948 it happened so you were right i did um so we didn't we didn't talk about the whole trip though but uh 
We did an R did did the RV thing again. Okay. Oh, the, actually, I do want to get um, some of your thoughts on that because RVing. So, yes, because greatest thing ever. It, it, it's awesome, right? I love it. Well, because um, Toby, our, our boy Toby, our boy our boy Toby, who's been on the show, um, is going to get married coming up. Uh, so and maybe and it's not in the immediate future, but we have some time to plan it out. And the bachelor excursion, what's being lobbed up in the air right now, is a is an RV trip. Basically, start down. Totally do it. Yeah, start in start in like maybe northern LA, or sorry, no, northern California, and go all the way up the coast and finish in Canada. Almost doesn't even matter. Right, yeah. So that and that that was kind of my thought, right? It was like it doesn't really matter where you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can get get lost in the Mojave Desert. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you pick like some cool things to do along the way, like if I were to do that, like a dude like the dune, uh, the sand dunes in out like north of Coos Bay. Yeah, like that'd be really cool. Depending on the time of the year, like you know, go see a Mariners game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, something something like that. Like, see if there's a show. Like, um, I know like Cali Roots. If you pick the mm-hmm. right time, you know, I think that's in May, uh, you go to the Cali Roots Festival. Like, yeah, there's like a ton of stuff that you can kind of sketch. And then it's kind of like these little mini destinations yes. along the trip. That's, that's the idea. That's yeah. exact. And then like yeah. you'd count on all of each one of the the bachelor or each one of the wedding party to kind of have their own little thing in mind. And right. What, and if you really wanted to pimp it out, what I would probably do is kind of maybe set it up where... Like you, you got maybe like some sort of like guy or friend or somebody and you like threw him like, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks and you had him drive the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that could be, then you have like, it basically, would be probably you, worth you, it. Like you would have, you would essentially have like a professional driver for the whole, for the whole trip. And then you wouldn't have to worry about like, all right, well I can't drive today or, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. I don't know. I mean that's just it's well it's worth looking into for yeah. sure yeah how many you're probably thinking about what like six or eight yeah well and that's the other thing it's like some guys aren't going to be able to do the whole trip so they'll meet us on on certain legs even better right? yeah so it'll be like hey okay so you can meet us you know for the last leg into vancouver yeah or something like do that. it like in like three two-day segments like every two days you're somewhere yeah so you go exactly f- you know like there to portland portland to seattle yeah and then Seattle to what would it be like Vancouver? Vancouver, yep. Yeah, and and there, that'd be sick. And then back. Oh yeah, I guess you'd have to go back. Then <laughs> that's where the other guy comes in. <laughs> yeah, tag <laughs> off. Hey man, you just drop this thing off. We picked it up in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. I I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah, you want to you you want a class A? You want to get like a one of those like thirty five footers? Right? Oh yeah, we want the, we want the, the bunk the bunk beds with the back bedroom, the drop down ceiling. Yeah, like the tour bus. The, yeah, like like your uh, a little mini rock band. Yeah. And we're going out on tour. Like that's the idea. It, it's 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 actually it's really what's really cool. There's a couple things about it. One with those big ones is like the front window. It's yeah. usually like when you're in a car, you're in a really narrow, you got like a really narrow window. When you're, when you're looking out of this thing, like it's like looking at a big screen TV. Right. Like a massive flat screen and you're just kind of like, you know, kind of looking around. Two is the interaction is that you get a lot, you know, like while you're on the road, you're listening to music, you're kind of, you know, bullshitting with your friends. Yeah. Um, well, and we're, we're probably planning 
parts of the trip while we're as we go and you're very comfortable yeah like you're sitting AC, in the couch yeah. ac like swivel chairs you know like access to the kitchen and the refrigerator you know like that kind of stuff yeah um basically you don't really have to be anywhere at any particular time because you can camp kind of wherever um walmart is a big thing so if you ever get stuck you can actually park in a walmart that's like one of the really like, that's like a uh like a walmart hack like a camp like an <laughs> rving hack is that if you want you can you just pull at the far end of the parking lot of a walmart and that nobody will bother you yeah that's that's pretty sweet all right i'll keep that in mind um we did a smaller one for this one. We did, uh, they, I guess they call it like a class B plus, which is like, um, it, it was actually like a sprinter. It was like a sprinter van that had like a Winnebago body on it. Yep. And it had like a little push out. So like the kitchen pushed out, but it had like a bedroom in the back. It had a shower, it had a toilet, it had a stove. Um, and then it had like a drop down. My cousin kind of like, she stayed in the, the drop down above the driver's seat, driver and passenger seat. And then there was like a little booth that you could sit in to eat at. It was awesome. I mean, it was, and especially like in Arizona, they have, I, I think a lot more so than like California, like Arizona, it's, it's a lot friendlier for that kind of friendlier thing. Friendlier because they have like forest roads mm. where you can basically, you can just kind of pull off the road. And if you go down one of these forest roads, like, an eighth of a mile you can like just pull right off and mm -hmm. just drop anchor and that's yeah. where you can camp yeah so i'm we're excited for that uh it's, i think that's going to be the, a big trip. What month so, is that well i think we're going to do it maybe in a year's time like next summer and we'll so, so we'll kind of try to iron out the details lock down have a, me a be your guy that general you, you, you throw a couple hundred dollars to and i yeah I if, you, if you want to do it that'd be sweet <laughs> Yeah, the, the, you you could be the RV guide. Hey, that that might be a business. What do you think? I'm looking at an RV in Atlanta, actually. Yeah, it's a, like a 35 foot like diesel. It's like built on a like tractor trailer chassis. Nice. And I it's the one that I rented for the uh, for the masters. But we're actually looking at like purchasing the business. That would be so and then just renting it. So renting, one of the yeah. one of the thoughts were is that like. You know, you would kind of rent it out for like the Indy 500. Then you'd rent it out for like, I don't know, World Series game. Or mm -hmm. you'd rent it, like you'd kind of move it around. Strategically. Strategically based upon like events or times of the year. Yeah, that'd that be smart. That'd be smart. Um, what about, uh, well, Leaf does something like that. Our buddy Leaf. Yeah. That's what he does for um, Burning Man. Burning Man. He yeah. like rents out a series of campers for you. Which and I think like that thing, like people just, they just don't want to be covered in dust. Like oh, it's it's gold. It's gold. Yeah. Like if you can have something that's, you know, comfortable and has air conditioning and a toilet, that's <laughs> people will pay untold dollars for that. Yeah, it, like if you just put two and two together, go. <laughs> just, that just reminds me. Did you ever see uh, Burt Wonderstone? Uh, the, the Steve Carell. Yes, I did. Where he goes like. Um, yeah, we we found out that there were these countries that really just needed you know that that wanted food and water. So we went to those countries and we gave them <laughs> magic. But it turns out they really just wanted food and water. <laughs> and they're trying to eat the magic kits. <laughs> hey, did you ever see? Um, did you ever? I didn't see offer you any of these, but do you want some? They're sure. quite delicious. Maybe they're, I'll chew them loudly on the mic. <laughs> join in. They're uh, white cheddar popcorn from uh, I love popcorn. from the Marriott. Popcorn is a is a, it was a It was a pleasant. It was a pleasant treat. 
Did you ever see Dinner for Schmucks? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an all-time underrated movie. I think it's 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 one of those that get, it gets better each time you watch it. I think like the first time you watch it, it isn't that great. And then I think the next time you watch it, it gets better. Yeah. And each time after. So one one of the my favorite parts is they got the guy that's the blind um the blind swordsman and the blind fencing guy. And he's like gets pissed off and he's like obviously if you're carrying around a sword, you're a dude all about your honor. And so he's like you have insulted me. It's time to fight and he like gets gets ready to fight. And then he starts uh because he's blind, he starts feeling for <laughs> the switch on the side of the side he's like everybody's waiting to see what he's doing he's like blindly feeling for the switch and he's like finds it and before he hits it he goes he like gets himself ready he's like and now you'll see that in the darkness only the blind can see <laughs> welcome to my world and he flicks a light and like only one bulb goes off and every, <laughs> everybody else is in the light and he's like aha I am a ghost I am nowhere I am everywhere <laughs> I was dying. That's like one of the favorite favorite parts of that movie. So many great characters, and and then there's the uh, um, there's the uh, lady that that uh, she's does seances for like dead pets. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 I think I I remember that yeah. part. Oh, there's so many good characters. Most that. of it is like at that table, right? Yeah. No, not most of it. I'd say, but that's like. That's the final scene, and the final scene is about forty minutes. And the synopsis is is like essentially like this group, these group of guys essentially have to find like the the most peculiar, like village idiot that they can, mm-hmm. and they all bring them to this this dinner. But they persuade these, you know, saying that, you know, like, hey, why don't you come with, you know, meet all my friends and everything? And then they it's, basically show off their idiot. Yeah. So it's the, the dinner for schmucks is like an annual thing. And it's all these like corporate executive types, and Paul Rudd actually plays one of the up and coming executive types. That's right. And he, like, he gets as he's coming up in the company, he gets offered an opportunity to come to this. Well, he kind of he he claws his way up by like the he's actually plays a you know how Paul Rudd always kind of plays yeah. a misfortunate bumbling kind of guy. Yeah. Well, in this one, he actually like has some savvy and some wherewithal, and he kind of like earns his spot at this table. And the guy, the guys kind of tells him about this thing and he, and he feels bad about it. He's, he's kind of the hero. So he has some morals and he's like, well, that's not very nice. But then here, here comes Steve Carell. He happens to hit him with his car and he's like, it's like serendipity that he comes across this schmuck who's Steve Carell. And he's like, this is my chance, you know, it's like, and, and, and Steve Carell kind of tortures his life for a while. Doesn't he dress up like mice? No, so he uh, he taxiderms oh, that's right. dead mice <laughs> that's and builds like worlds with these dead mice. Like he builds like it's like a little Napoleon. Oh yeah, he has it. everything, and and the details are exquisite. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Like the, at the end of the movie, they show like all of these. I think at the end of the movie, the trailer is every character that's in the movie. They kind of like build their their little dead mouse, <laughs> kind of go around. It's funny. It's a great, it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it, it's, it comes highly recommended from uh, at the counter. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, started watching another good um, Netflix show, uh, Judd Apatow's Love. It's in season season three right now. I don't uh, think I saw that. It's uh, it's good. It's a good show. Um, I watched of, this. I watched this. Uh, I think it was him. His Gary Shandling documentary. 
That was really good. Yep. If it ain't a documentary, Bomber ain't interested. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I'm trying to think if there's any that I just watched that I, I think one I just went back and watched again. I watched so freaking many. They're fascinating though. Yeah. Dive into the lives of, you know, these, you know, other people or other things and I think it's pretty, pretty cool. So do you have a legend of the week? What would that be? Some, some, somebody in the world who's, you'd like to give a shout out. That's a legend. That's a legend. Um, you could say no. I'm trying to think. Why do you have one? No. Do you have a beef of the week? A beat? A beef. Like somebody you're beefing with? Like somebody that you'd, you're upset with? Could be a company. Could be. I got pretty pissed at Evan's uh, guidance counselor. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. At, at school? So this is, uh, my son is eighth grade. So the he comes home and he says, all right, well, I want to drop pre-algebra. And I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't make much sense. So explain. And he goes, well, I'm in regular math. I didn't get into algebra, and I signed up for pre-algebra as an elective, but I want to take some other class. And I says, well, I think I want to talk to your counselor before. Like, who do I need to talk to? He goes, well, you need to talk to my counselor. And I'm like, all right, I'll con- contact your counselor. So this was two days. This was yesterday. So I call the counselor. I leave a message, very detailed. I'm like, you know, I'm so I'm Evan's dad. I'm just calling because I had a few questions regarding his elective, which was pre-algebra. He'd like to drop it, and I just like to kind of, kind of weigh out the pros and cons. Responsible parent bomber. Yeah, leave my phone number. Reiterated my phone number. I think that's a pro tip right there. Yeah, I, I do that myself at work. Leave your number twice. Yeah, just do everyone a favor. Na 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 na. That's na 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 na. And so I get home from you know so Evan gets home from school I get home we kind of rally up talk about the day and everything he's like oh I got the change form and I go alright well what's the change form for oh well you need to fill it out so I can drop pre-algebra I go well I called your counselor today she goes yeah she she gave me the change form she yeah she said she 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 told me she just got the she got your message and she just gave me the change form and I go well that wasn't why I called I called to get more information like it, re- it required her to call me, not. So I go to the. So it just so happens to be open house that night at school last night. So I go to the open house. Oh, was it ever an open house? So for twenty minutes in this, you know, massive forum, they basically explain that you know, like, hey, you need, you know, as parents, hey, give us a call, let us know what you need, like, you know, give us, you know, call us anytime, like, we'll let you know what's happening, like, I'm like this is bullshit. Like you're, you know, you're selling a bag of goods here that ain't what it is. So we finally have these little breakout sessions where, you know, the eighth grade gets to kind of separate and go their own way, and six goes that way, and seventh goes. So I go up there, and then there she is. So I go up and I say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm Matt Hall. I'm Evan's dad." And she says, "Oh, hi." I'm like, "Yeah, I left you like a pretty detailed message today that I I wanted to get more information." She goes, "Yeah, I gave Evan the change form." I go, "Well, that." That doesn't really help me. Like, that doesn't help me understand why he should not be taking pre-algebra. Oh, well, if he doesn't want to take it, he doesn't have to. Well, I understand that it's an elective, and he can either do it or not do it. I'm trying to get more information in order to help make a decision. I mean, it was just like, you're freaking kidding me. 
And I go, so I just want to, I'm just curious, is that the best way to communicate with you is by giving you a call? Because they talked about it downstairs that giving, you know, that calling was the best, the best way to do it. Ooh, passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive right there. <laughs> well, what can you do? I so mean, I end up talking to the math teacher and then the math teacher says, oh, I'm actually Evan's math teacher. Let me go look and see how he did. She sends me a nice email and basically explains the whole thing. And she's like, you know what? He should be taking pre-algebra. So, so the beef with the original teacher, yeah, was was that's sort my of beef quelled by uh, the actual math teacher. Yeah, I mean, she did, uh, to me, she did a far more. But I feel like the the the, the counselor one should have returned the phone call because if that's what you're, you know, kind of basing your relationship between the parent and the in the in the school with, that I think you I think you have an obligation to give a call back. Mm. You know, and not even to do that, and and to kind of think that just by handing out a form to the student is your way of kind of replying to the parent, I think is is bushly, quite honestly. That's a solid beef. So, do you have a uh, babe of the week? A babe of the week? Yeah, I don't know. What what like what would that be? Um, somebody who's uh, attractive, I guess. However Came home from my that. trip. My girlfriend was here. <laughs> ba 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 boom. <laughs> wow, what a conservative play by Bomber. Uh, I don't know. I don't, like. Yeah, I mean that was. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's nice <laughs> no, it's what just, was the other one? What was the first one? It's it's um, beef of the it's legend of the week, beef of the week, baby of the week. That's what they do at uh, on that podcast. It's pretty funny. That legend legend of the week. I I would probably put it on uh, the catcher for the Diamondbacks who in the fifteenth inning came out and pitched. No way. Yeah, I think they'd run out of pitchers <laughs> and he came out and pitched. That's awesome. Uh, the only problem was it is he, he put wasn't a, very good. He put a big meatball over the plate and. <laughs> <laughs> the guy hit it halfway to Tucson. That's a legend, though. Props but that's that pretty guy. cool. Like you know, yeah. How fast do you think you could throw? Right now or at my best? Right now. Give you, you know, give you thirty pitches to warm up. What, what do you, what are you clocking in at? Eighty-three. Really? You think you're going to throw in the eighties? I think I could throw low eighties. I'd say seventy-eight. I don't think you. I don't think you throw more than seventy-eight. I think I could throw low eighties. I think at my prime, I. This guy was could be. this. The reason why I say this, this guy was he was like hovering between like eighty-two, like eighty-two. Yeah, I don't even know if he got to eighty-four. Okay. Oh well, yeah. So maybe maybe eighty. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hitting eighty. You think I'm, you're breaking eighty? I'm, I'm breaking eighty if I have to. Now we still have we still have there's still a challenge on the table for you. Yeah. You remember that, yes. right? Yeah, of course. Even though my body is slowly degenerating and my odds continue oh, to, you to decrease. No, you no, no, no. I, 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 I can still do it. It's, and, it's and more so of a technique thing. So the thing challenge was, and I, th I thought it was really fascinating how it all came about was, is that this was uh, kind of a, a bit of a reunion, right? I think it was the first night we were, we were all together. It was about a year ago. It was about almost, almost to the day. Mm -hmm. And we had Bill Amos. Uh former UH basketball player now playing professionally in Belgium. Uh, Scott Harding, uh, former professional Australian rules football player, former UH player, uh, now living in Australia, uh, and then Cayman Shutter. And Lutu. 
Um, no, Lutu wasn't there that night. He wasn't night. there that night. Um, Cayman, former UH quarterback. Oh, yeah. It was, it was just us four. Right? Collegiate, right. collegiate quarterback. And I mean, I hadn't played baseball in, since I was in ninth grade. And so the conversation of who was the better athlete had come up. And, and Cayman was just first out of the gates and well of course it's me no i was not okay you let's not misrepresent let's not represent that you totally no, said that let's not mess like of course Please, it's you know. me no let's not and misrepresent what this was about and here's bill who who literally is on his summer break from playing professional european basketball no, that's okay that's not how this went down that is i i would never in a in a room with with Bill. No, that and, was the, that was the comedy. The whole thing is you just no. said like, oh, well, of course it's me. No, 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 no. That those are almost exact words. Wait, I can't wait until Bill actually listens to this no, and chimes in. No, I would never say that I'm the best athlete. What I got vehemently upset about was when it was like I was being disrespected by Bill. So I, he was giving me like no credit whatsoever for being an athlete, and I was just like, okay, well, like. I could probably handle, you know, most sports, you know, and then so we got we started talking. Obviously, like the problem was the problem was this: like when you start crossing over in sports, like Bill's a basketball. Like I'm not going to beat Bill in basketball, even though I have beat him in basketball. Um, <laughs> he's not going to beat me in football. Like, like so we we had to start to find this like way of determining who you know where this where how how could you determine this between somebody that's been playing basketball their whole life versus somebody's been playing football their whole life how do you figure out okay well where do where do you you know cuz bill can't golf he's not that good at golf and yeah i hope you fucking hear this bill cuz you you can't <laughs> you golf suck. you suck <laughs> um so somehow we got into hitting a home run yeah so that was like okay well you know soccer we both kicked it around we're we're okay you know so we, then we went to baseball and we're like well i, I mean i could Pitching is kind of too parallel with football for me. Like I, I, I'm, and I know how to throw. So it's just, that's, so I'm like, okay, well it's, what about hitting home run? You know? And it's all like, we, we talked about hitting a baseball being one of the most difficult tasks in sports. Um, and then we ended up setting, okay, well what about in a home home run derby situation? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I can hit one over the fence. If I get to have a guy throw me batting practice style, yeah, and I and I, and so the 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 wager started coming about, and we we came up with twenty pitches. I get to choose the pitcher and the bat, and you get and you have to hit one. I have right? to hit one over the fence. One out of twenty. Yeah, and. And you and you wouldn't like you wouldn't use a collegiate approved bat. No, I, I specifically remember stating I could use whatever drop I wanted. Me and drop means the amount of weight to yeah. Like you, you'd want to be able to use like a softball bat. No, not a softball bat, but a, a bat that um, is very light compared to how long it is. Should be any approved like baseball bat. Well, b- baseball is. I mean, you shouldn't be able to have to. You shouldn't be able to use a softball bat. No, not a softball bat, but any baseball bat that's out there. I should be able to pick up and like use. a little league bat. You think you should be able to be able to use? Yeah, a whatever bat, bat, whatever, whatever. Okay, I won't use a softball bat, but whatever bat that is made for baseball okay. that I can I find. Think I, I think that's actually, fair. I think I actually have the wagering in here. <laughs> I put it in my notes. I think. Hopefully, it transferred over. So that's that's the wager, and and it has to happen at Les Murakami. 
Um, here we go. Um, oh, we we didn't do the five ten five drill. Oh yeah, I would I would roast Bill at that. You actually were you're an underdog in that. Bill was uh, minus one seventy five. Cayman was plus one. There's no chance. There's fucking no chance. Bill comes and then Scott. I had, actually trained for that. And He's then never Scott, trained for that. Scott actually had a hundred on Cayman. And then home run derby, derby, twenty to hit one. Yeah, a minus three bat. N- that's I, I didn't in, agree. It's actually in yeah, here. Yeah, but I, but you wrote that. I didn't agree to it. Where, where's my signature on that? See, that's and see, this is Cayman being Cayman. No, it's me. It's me being a Cayman metal. You could use a metal bat. Of course, Cayman picks the pitcher. Um, no, I had two. Yeah, so Cayman bomber two hundred. Cayman Bill hundred. Cayman Scott hundred. That's you had four hundred dollars in uh, in action on that. Yeah, I was gonna take take the house. We're gonna take everybody down. And I think we even conceded that, like, all right, screw the minus three bat. You can't use a softball bat. Yeah, that's I fine. still don't think you'd be able to do it. You never even seen me swing a bat. That's ridiculous. I don't think I need to. And and that's and that's where I was getting offended. And I was like, <laughs> how the. F- how do you think that I'm not an athlete enough to where you cannot even see me perform a task? It's like, oh yeah, I've never seen bomber. Uh, I've never seen bomber swim, but uh, I'm pretty sure he would drown if Sink. I threw him in the fucking ocean. Like that's so offensive. No, I think drowning, drowning in an ocean and being able to hit a home run, I think are two totally different things. Okay, true, but it's like you can't just Dude, never play, see me play, do something. What'd you play, little league? I played uh, JV baseball. I don't know. I played with a bunch of fi- a bunch of uh, state champions. I made the team. <laughs> there's a there's an outtake in Meet the Parents where uh, Ben Stiller is crawling underneath the house, and uh, Robert De Niro is talking to somebody, and they're like, "Do you realize that like he never even pl- he he's never even played organized sports." And then, like, Ben Stiller's under the house, and he looks up, and he's like, I played JV soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that and that's, I guess, what I'm going to have to have going for me is the fact that I've never played at, like, let's say the high school level is... But we need to get this done. I think this it was yeah. far too much time has gone by. I think we need to put this to rest and get this on the books. Okay. I, well... I, I'm down. I'm down. I just well. Where's your Where's your pitcher? I I was gonna call out uh, Pekia, Kitamura, or or Jared Arakawa. He was a pitcher too, but he's a lefty, and I don't really want to. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see a lefty. All right, so we're gonna work on. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, well, I mean that would be a good show to do for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, th- this will definitely be broadcasted. Okay. Well, let, let's try to put it together. What about you? Do you have? Uh, do we need to run through the list for you? Um, I don't Legend really. Have, I don't really have too many good ones. Um, new Drake. New Drake album. Does that make put him on the legend board? No, I was. I was actually disappointed. Disappointed in that, mm-hmm. right? I was. I mean, he he knows what he's doing marketing wise. He hit a billion streams, and the album went platinum the instant it was released. So he he knows what he's doing. But like in terms of me being a fan of this work. Uh, I don't think it was his best. Hot take. Did you buy it? I mean, I, I I own Apple Music, so I don't need to. Okay. I downloaded it. I listened to it. I gave it. The, I gave it a few times. A thorough listen. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I, critically, I, critically, critically listen to. Yeah, as I do, as I always do. Babe of the week. Hmm, that's a good one. Hmm. I mean, I, I could I could always say Rihanna. I'm always a fan of hers. Um, you know who's been looking good lace, uh, lately is Rita Ora. Who's been looking that? really good. How about uh, the Kardashian hitting uh, uh, or Kylie Jenner hitting oh. a billion? Youngest was it like youngest female to be self a self made billionaire? It was nine hundred million, but okay. <laughs> and that self made term is played loose and fast with that one. She's no self-made. Let's see what Rita Ora looks like here. What does she do? What does she? She's sing? a singer, like country. No, 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 no. She's British. Like, like she's a pop singer, but she's very popular in like, um, yeah, in in the UK. Interesting. Yeah, she she's awesome. She it, it's more her like the way she carries herself than anything. I'm I'm a big fan Have of. Have you her. heard of Georgia Smith? She did a song with Drake. Georgia. J O R J A. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's how you say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard her. Oh, that's how I say it. Okay. And then it makes sense when yeah when I hear it like that. Yeah. Horha. I just horha. I see some words and I don't even try to pronounce them or read them. I just just I just skip over it. Do you ever have words that like you've said a thousand times in your head, but have never heard it out loud, and then you actually hear somebody pronounce it the correct way, and you're like, no, that can't be possibly be true. Give me an example. But you've never, uh, I don't know. I don't have one right now. It happened to me the other day, though. Like, like last, like last names. You're like, like people, like maybe people you're friends with, like on Instagram that like, you just kind of know them by their first name, but then they have their last name. And then you actually hear somebody say their name Mm. and you're like, Mm. oh, I didn't actually know. Like, yeah, I know. I kind of just scanned your last name and I, I kind of processed your last name differently. I know what you're talking about. I'm I'm so much of like a an oral person that when I don't really <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, I don't really read. <laughs> I'm, I just hear things and I repeat them. That's how I how I learn words. Um, but the uh, the funny thing that I that I like to think about is like when you're coming up as a kid and you're first learning words and you get this idea or some image in your head about what something is and you're completely wrong about what it is. Like, here's an example. So, you know, um, everybody works, right? Everybody like, oh yeah, I gotta go to work. I used to think when my parents would say, I gotta go to work, that was a different thing than saying I gotta go to the office. Mm. So so here's an example, like, so basically, this, and so the, this image built up in my head about it. You know, everybody, sure. Everybody has their own jobs that they do that. I got that part. But then when people said, I have to go to the office, I had this image built <laughs> up in my mind, central building. Yes. That everybody <laughs> had to like go at some point to a giant office building. And I like, I had this image of this like huge thing with a, like a rotating girder at the top of it. Like it was like the office and it's like, it was a different thing than, than your work. And it's just this like weird idea that I had as a kid that like le- something that's left unchecked in your own mind, it's like, it runs wild. And then eventually like, Oh, like that's not true. And then it just kind of comes crashing down. But when you're a kid and you don't have like any of these re- um, sort of boundaries of reality, imposed upon your thoughts you can kind of go crazy with some stuff and and that was an example another thing was like uh 
I don't know why I kind of, this is a little bit different, but whenever somebody said, Oh, I have to make a plan. I kind of got this image of this like tool that was like a, it was like almost like a plunger slash accordion that it was like in the garage that you had to go and like make. <laughs> it's like I have to make a plan. I don't know why. Anyway. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, this has been episode 16. Uh, we'll be back next week. I don't know if we have any guests lined up that we can uh, promote yet, but... Uh, we'll check the docket we'll we'll, yeah. we'll make sure we get get it posted up if you want to tune in we'll, the next time we have somebody cool on um want to thank last week's guest or not last week but the last time last episode's guest david hayakawa that was awesome um we might have something in the future lined up with him coming up and yeah i, I really want to you know hit this home run over the fence in front of a, a live audience so that everybody you know i, I can just I want to have a reaction camera on Bill too. We got to set that up, just so when it goes over the fence, I can like trot around and and look at him. Sounds good. Fuck you, Bill. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Aloha. Some say